go. One, two, one, two, three. Game on, game on. It's game and time. Excellent. Game on, game on. It's game and time. Excellent. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Goa Weekly show for this week. How are we all doing? I'm Straight Jacket Jim, and we joined again the lovely Stormy slash Bianca and Pete, of course. Hey, Jimbo, L-O-B, Stormy, how are you both? You well? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing very well. You know, I'm still still on, a, on my time off, so I've got another few days before I'm back at work, so I've got a got to make the most of it i reckon more gaming i was gonna say the hair looks good jim thank you (laughs) i've still got the uh, i i I really need to do something about the hair that's sitting in the bag behind me to uh go and (laughs) go and post that off to the wig maker i'll do that tomorrow writing it on the back of my hand now (laughs) jim yeah jimbo your hair looks my nuts (laughs) really it look it looks like wavy with bumps in it (laughs) That, that's odd that's odd man yeah. no you guys might notice that um uh we have a there's a cheeky little brand that's on the podcast at the moment and support for gaming australia this week is brought to you by manscaped the best in men's below the waist grooming they offer precision engineered tools which i'm holding right now tools for your family jewels i'm not going to get that cl- too close to my mouth i haven't um i haven't washed it yet uh performance package the ultimate men's hygiene bundle you can join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Now, 20% off for Goa Legends and free worldwide shipping if they use the code GOA. Now, I've been watching I've been watching our chat, and I wish that we'd had this chat early on and seen chat before I said to them, yeah, use GOA as the code for us to give people 20% off. All right? Uh, if you go to manscaped.com, because there's some great stuff here. There's Game On Balls we could have used. We could have used Shave On Oz. I like that uh, one. Like oh, the opportunities. Pete's Balls. Uh, all that sort of stuff. So, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, so, yeah, welcome, Manscaped. Welcome to the Game On Australia uh, podcast and the show and <clears throat> Game On Australia in general. And we appreciate the great work that you guys are doing. Now, I've got to, I've got to talk a little bit about this thing. Um, because they have sent it on through, and this is what this is what ad stuff is, guys. This is if you want this podcast to be supported and successful and all that sort of stuff. And at the end of the day, we got to make a bit of dosh so we can pay people and keep this place running, keep the lights on. So I'm going to chat about it. And can I can I be honest with you guys? I've never, I'm 36. I've never done this before. I've never done it. How this many bleeders the, did you get? I didn't get any. Really? Oh, magic. Oh, that- that looks like a pubic hair that's still in there. Mm. I didn't get any. Hey, Stormy, are you okay? You're a little bit quiet. I just you're just like, you're just so curious. It's just the focus in your face. I'll even do it. Mate, I didn't I didn't get I didn't get any bleeds or nicks. Like this has got some serious technology behind it. So they sent this. This is the lawnmower 4.0. 
and it's got a little light on it. Look at the light. Uh, for, for all those dark crevices. I guess so. Or if you want to do it in the dark, it's going to start using it as a torch around the house. Take it away <laughs> camping just in case, you know, for those emergency shaving needs. This ultimate package that lobbed up on my doorstep oh. comes in this box and there's all this stuff in it. So your balls will thank you. Uh, so there's uh, crop preservers. This is like a ball deodorant. I did, this is stuff I didn't even know that I needed as a man. And, and now I have it and I, I, I'm actually kind of getting used to it. Um, and there's, ball, there's a ball toner. There's a ball toner. Um, they provided some, um, some anti-chafe boxes as well. And there's the other sort of usual bits and pieces like your charger and yada yada. And the other thing that came. Wait, there's more. The weed whacker for the for the uh, ear and nose hair. So up me things. So there you go. It's all high performance. It's all the stuff that blokes need. And I, you know, Stormy, I'm just throwing it out there. I imagine that that it, like if women want to use this stuff, they can use this stuff too. Like it, I know it's his man, but you know, it's just it's it's just good gear. So uh, people, if you're watching. Want to get a hold of this stuff? We've got a special code. We're going to be with them for the next four weeks and um, use code GOA at checkout. 20% off. Your balls will love you. God, I can't believe we just did that. <laughs> it's <was> amazing. That's <laughs> cool. So, but most importantly, how does it feel, Pete? How does it feel? I'm, I'm getting used to it. Yeah. I'm getting used to it. Um, no, there was such a thing as a ball toner. Well, well, there is. Stop it, Harry. Um, yeah. I'm a little bit I, curious. Well, what, how, how, does, how does a ball toner work? Is it like a one one of those bowling ball shiner things and you just pop pop your balls in there? And like, This has gotten really, really <laughs> below <laughs> the belt right now. Like, but, yeah. like where you've got that thing that's like this. Yeah. It's not quite... Not quite like, like that, yeah. Not quite like the cloth and you sit the bowling ball in the middle and you, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I imagine it's a little bit more like, Jim, because mm. you've shaved your head, yeah. can you do me a favour, yeah. right? And can you, like, towards the front of your head, can you just get near your temples and then squeeze and push up and, like, squeeze all your skin together? Oh, yeah. Right. Hey, yeah. Hey, I imagine hey, that's, you know, go on, yeah. Nah, up a little bit, up a little bit. <laughs> hey, there we go. Now, I imagine that's just sort of relatively general ball and then let it go. And I think that's more ball toner. Ah. Flat. Um, smooths it out a bit. Anyway, it's it good. It's a good thing. Good it's a good thing. Yeah. Thank you, um, Manscaped. But look, straight up, please go and buy this stuff because uh, if you don't buy it, then this campaign's not a success and Goa dies. So uh, just throwing it out there. Anyway, good luck to us all. Um, good luck to us all. <sighs> so apart from playing with new toys like the Weed Whacker and the um, and your, your shaver there, what else have we been playing? Would you like to start, Stormy? Because I feel like there's been a little a lot, a lot of ball chat. And I just no, really, it's fine. Really like to balance it's it okay. out. No, no, no. It's good to talk about these things. Yes. Uh, Normalise I... it. I um what have I been playing apart from more Apex? 
um, more of The Witcher. Um, and I'll quickly mention, obviously, Witcher fans have probably seen this week. They've announced a new Witcher game, um, which is really exciting, which gives me all the more reason to finish number three. So I'm really, really looking forward to getting through more of that. Um, and I actually picked up a game a couple of weeks back uh, that's in uh, – oh, there it is. It's, it's in early access uh, called Recipe for Disaster. Um, I'm – a big lover of like any kind of cooking related games and this is like uh like a cooking sim management kind of game so everything from actually designing and creating your own restaurant um to hiring like staff to allocate them into the kitchen or to serve or to clean all that kind of stuff um and you have different objectives and everything so it, it kind of reminds me of like the building elements of The Sims meets the objectives of something like Two Point Hospital. Um, I've really, really been enjoying it. Um, it's very easy to get carried away in. Uh, carried away in. Um, and, yeah, like I said, it's still in early access. And I think, uh, I, I don't know, I'm looking forward to keep playing through the campaign. And they've got like a free-to-play mode as well where you can just build your own restaurant, do your own thing. And it's it gets pretty, like, complex because you can actually make your own recipes um, and say, like, how you want to cook certain ingredients, how much you want to charge for them. You can call the recipe whatever you want. So you can, like, there's just so much to do. And I think it's really, really clever. Um, when you say call the recipe whatever you want, did you make, did you go to the trouble of making a recipe and calling it something? Um, I think there was a Stormy special at some point, but I <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I kept trying to remember what I had in that recipe. I, I was creative at the beginning and then I there was one level I got stuck on um, and I was like, right, I've got to I gotta take this really seriously. So I gave them really like shorthanded names. Um, but no, it's, it's really, really fun. So if you like cooking stuff or you like something like Two Point, um, then I think you'll really like this. It's definitely worth checking out. It's on Steam at the moment. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my new, my new game I've been playing. And then I'm hoping to go back to Elden Ring on Friday. Ooh. Yeah. Right. It's been a while. Before, before we move on to uh, Elden Ring, cause I know that can, can take a lot of conversation right there. I'm just looking at how you're building these, these recipes here in this game. And it reminds me of, I, I don't know if you guys ever tried them, but like, those code builders that are just like puzzle pieces where you take what it was put what the element and put it in there and just the way it like flows into the next thing just kind of reminds me of that it probably reminds nobody else of that but that's well it's interesting because i was like oh do you have to you know have a certain ingredient be cooked this certain way but you as far as i'm aware you literally do whatever you want and you can have the curliest or weirdest ingredients in one recipe and from what i can tell none of the customers that have entered my restaurant have questioned anything um, <laughs> really bizarre. So, so, so what's the weirdest uh, thing that you've put together then? I'm curious like, on that I, one. No, no, no. Like I was doing like, I, I got a bit silly with it. I was doing silly things where like I'd have a normal kind of boring steak and chips recipe. And then I'm like, oh, what if I just chuck some blueberries in there? I'm like, yeah. will, Ellie, <laughs> <laughs> will anyone notice? Um, and I think anyone did. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to like playing more through the campaign because it's definitely getting more challenging. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, very, very fun. Is there multiplayer in this? 
I believe there is. Um, I, I haven't tried multiplayer. Um, I yeah, really I think it'd be cool. Like, it. it is. If, if there's multiplayer in it, like for other people to be able to come and like community aspect multiplayer, where they can come and sample the stuff at your restaurant, mm-hmm. and I like give you ratings and stuff. At this point, no, it is it is single player. It says at the moment, but. I think they were, I either read or saw something about potentially there being some Twitch integration in the future, maybe. Ooh, that would be uh, cool. Potentially, yeah. Like I said, it's still an early access, but um, I can see it being somewhat multiplayer in the future, like kind of, I guess, with two point and stuff and the way that they've done certain things. So uh, that could be really cool or just have like competitions with different objectives on like a time limit. That could mm. also be fun with. Yeah. Uh, once again, what's it called? Uh, Recipe for Disaster. Recipe for Disaster. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Um, I imagine uh, considering the chat that Straight and I were having yesterday, our sort of game of the week is pretty similar, Straight, I would uh, say. I've, I've got one more before we launch into the talk because I, I was playing this the other night. Um, it's called Porn Variant. And basically, it's this little chess roguelike sort of a game. And I, I just started playing it because I was looking for something simple that I wanted wanted to play. And um, I came across this in that because there's a Humble Bundle are doing a pack at the moment where you pay 55 bucks and you get all these games and proceeds go to Ukraine, um, stuff like that. So, yeah, you, you're basically the big guy in the, that's on the screen at the moment, the big figure, is the... Um, He's your your player character, and what you do is you play your cards, and to do certain moves. So depending on what cards you get, is what moves they can perform. Um, so it's it, it's quite just a, like an interesting little puzzle game. And as you go through, um, you gain gold and eat, and then every, yeah, like this level that we're seeing at the moment, you can buy the upgrades. So there's up, upgrades that go um, if. If it's got like a little yellow diamond on it, it means you get an extra go per round. If you um, if it's got like the red cross on it, that attacks in those directions from you when you land on a spot. So it can attack like up and down or diagonally. Um, and there's a shield that gives you an extra extra health point that turn as well. So it gets quite quite tactical. Um, it, and I was having a bit of fun with it and. It's it, yeah, and it's just in the vein of those those sort of card based roguelike ones. So yeah, it was having a bit of fun there. But yeah, the one that that I've been really really enjoying at the moment is Tunic. Um, Pete, you were talking talking about this yesterday, and I just I love it. And I'm going to put this out there right now because it's forever in my head. But I don't know if you guys remember the movie Chicken Little, and there was oh. a character in there called Foxy Loxy. And every time I see <laughs> this fox, I just go, it's Foxy Loxy. And I've, I needed to get that out because I, I've seen that for forever. But um, but anyway, but yeah, this game, free on Game Pass at the moment, absolutely loving it. Like it's, it, it, yes, it's like, it's got Zelda influences. And when we say Zelda, we're talking like Zelda 1, where it tells you basically nothing and you have to go out and find it. Even like the instruction manual that you get in game, you've got to find the pages of those in the game. And even then half of it's in, in a different language that you can't read. So you've got to find like the little English bits or the visual bits and, and work out 
all the different puzzles and it's 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 so cool i love it i absolutely love this game man it it can all of that stuff that you're talking about um Mm -hmm. the because i'm playing it as well this is my game of the week Mm -hmm. uh i'm i'm so in love with this again as a mad um zelda but old school top down you know layers and dungeons type zelda kind of fan um it's just it's it's gorgeous and it's just so chilled to play that was the other thing like as you can see on the screen right now you know there's some heavy hitting bosses and the dungeons are expansive and the depth of the game is there the story is there but um yeah this this language so as as we speak right now that language is on the screen um it confused the hell out of me because for a long time i was sitting there going hang on a sec have i have i put this in like in Taiwanese or Vietnam, like have I put this in something that I'm, am I meant to know this stuff? Is there an English? But but yes, and as you continue to play through the game, you do, you get this understanding that basically they've put this game together to go, no, 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 like to to learn this game and to understand all this sort of stuff. You just got to keep exploring. Yep. Um, and what I love about that the most is that it, it, even though it's got these linear aspects to it, it just feels so incredibly open. You know, there are areas where you've got to get yourself items and you've got to get yourself power-ups and so on and so forth to get to, um, but it's well worth the exploration to go and find those things in the first place. And then you come back to these areas and they just open up and this game just continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they've managed to do it, but I imagine... Like, there's a lot of companies out there who would try and build a Zelda-esque game like this and would get their asses handed to them, right? Like, because the, the, the similarities between this and Zelda, I swear to God, like, if you weren't looking at it, if you could only... I don't know how to explain this right, but if you weren't looking at it, you could only play it and not see, right? You would imagine that you're playing Legend of Zelda if nobody actually described it to you, right? But they've managed to build this game that feels so much like a Zelda, but yet not like a Zelda at all. It existed in its own world. I mean, look at look at him. He's in a green Zelda tunic. He's got, he's got a Hylian shield with a cross on it instead, and he's got the Master Sword in his right hand. This is legend. Uh, 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 legend. Link was left-handed until the Wii, by the way. I'm just putting that bit right. of Zelda lore out there. So that's different. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. That's really <laughs> wow. interesting. Actually, actually, you want to know the only reason it changed was because of the Wii. Because they brought out Twilight Princess on the Wii. The and movement. Well, no, because most people are right-handed. So they, they thought having Link be left-handed in a game where you're swinging about the Wiimote they thought that was weird, which is why yeah. if you if you ever played the GameCube version of Twilight Princess, he's still left-handed. And they came to this realisation pretty late in development. So all they did was mirror everything in-game. So, um, That's so interesting. Yeah, I yeah. didn't knew that. So, so there's there's a little bit of, of um, Zelda trivia for you. But, like, I don't know if you guys played Death's Door last year as well, but that was... I loved that game. Um, it was such, such fun. But to me, this game is like a mix of Zelda and Death Store. It, it like right, right down to um, like when you die and you you got to go, and it's even a little bit of Souls like because when you die, you've got to go back and retrieve your currency that you've got. Um, but it's 
yeah, it, it's just a really cool puzzle sort of a game where you have nothing. Nothing is for granted. It's it's all. I, I will say there, there's a bit was a couple of times where I got lost. Like the last couple of hours in game, I've been playing. I've just been going around checking everything again because I haven't worked out where to go. But everything is like tucked behind something else, and not not even just like your, your hidden stuff but the the main way forward is like pretty hidden sometimes and that's a little bit because it's an isometric view so like th- there's stuff that's always going to be hidden behind something else and i i got lost a couple of times with that um but how cool is it when you do find a little a little pocket though oh it's so cool it is like it's, it, it's, it's such a nice little surprise and there's hmm. these little surprises absolutely everywhere as you yeah. traverse the land. Um, Natty just quickly said uh, the art design really does differentiate yeah. it. And I'm assuming you mean from Legend of Zelda. But for me, like the the art style of this is virtually exactly the same as the reimagining of um, Link's Awakening on the screen. Yeah, you it know? Has, has that sort of chibi it's, feel. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. And, there's, and I also get... Uh, admittedly, it was cell shading, but I also get um, oh god, Wind Waker, Wind Waker. Thank yeah. you, GameCube. Um, a little bit of that vibe as well. Uh, but yeah, man, get get onto this game if you've got Game Pass. It's it's free, um, and it is it's exquisite. And I, again, for me, it's the one where like this weekend it's raining uh, here in Perth, right? And this is my absolute 100% favorite type of game to play on a rainy day. It'll be Saturday morning. It'll be five o'clock in the morning. I'll be up nice and early. Everybody else will be asleep and I'll just turn this on and I'll have this for a good couple of hours while the rain's coming down. I can't wait. Can I just confirm as well? Is this a Xbox exclusive? I don't know. Well, I'm playing on PC, but as part of Games Pass. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let, let's let's have a look. Let's, Only because I saw the Xbox logo. Yeah, I, I think I think that's because I got this video from the Xbox channel. On the Xbox, so, yeah, yeah, that's why I thought. No, I was just curious. Um, just in case it's something my sister uh, might be able to pick up as it's well. It's on it's on Steam as well. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at their website. So Xbox and Steam. Oh, Gamma um, says it's Xbox, Mac, and PC only. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at the icons. What another there. Game Pass gem. Oh yeah, so bloody good, and I—it's another one that I almost skipped over, but I've gone. You know what? This is—it's on Games Pass. I don't mind. Just give it a bit of a go, and yeah, it's just—it's really, really fun. And and like the combat in it, you have to master the dodge. That's the best thing I can say in oh, that. Not another mastering the dodge yeah. thing. Not after Elden Ring. Mm. That's already hard enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, so that that's um that's what I've been playing, and of course I'm still playing Swotor as well. So, yeah. <laughs> I've actually been getting into crafting on it, and so that that's when I started playing that Pornbarian game because I'm sitting there doing the crafting, and basically you've got companions in there that go off and do things, and it takes time. So I've had like Swotor on one screen, and that Pornbarian on the other one. Well, now it's tunic as well on the other screen so i'm sitting there actively playing that game and waiting for the companions to do stuff which is like 10 minutes at a at a pop they need to do their thing and yeah so i've just been crafting on there and playing playing other games i've been guilty of having like 
team fight tactics on one screen mm -hmm. and because obviously you got to wait for people's toes to finish i'll sometimes be playing something else on yeah. the other <laughs> terrible <laughs> terrible yeah. but yes attention spans off the charts yeah. so yeah there's, there's so many good like that tunic in particular that's done by one person that's a one developer game oh i love that's, that that's, that's insane yeah absolutely crazy and and I love I love being able to see those games in development. Like I think I was reading somewhere earlier on that that's that was shown off somewhere. Actually, no, I think I think it was in the comments of this video. First played at PAX West in 2015 in the indie mega booth section, um, and th they were so excited to to see it coming up. And I got to say that's one of the things I'm excited about PAX for. And we're super lucky. Tickets went on sale for PAX. PAX Australia on Tuesday for the early bird tickets. Um, I, they have they have improved their services because the, like there wasn't the problems this time that there were last year. Like they, whatever system they brought in for queuing did the job. Um, like because I, I was right in at nine o'clock and mm. was able to get my tickets because last year I think the server that they were they had the queue on was the same server that the payment gateway was on so lots of people were timing out with the payment oh. payment side of things because it was just getting hammered so i think they probably separated those and the queue is on one side and then um forward to the other <laughs> G gamma says he he saw on twitter people were waiting up to 30 minutes how long did you wait yeah. Pete? oh mine was two hours yeah wow I, I got like yeah. I really worried was mine because I I um, didn't refresh the browser or whatever, like right on 9 o'clock. I forgot. Mm. I don't know what happened. Um, and then I, it was like 9.02 and I was like, oh, God, they're probably already gone. So I, I went and queued and it initially said half an hour. And I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. But I think it only ended up taking about 15, 20 minutes until I actually entered the proper site to buy the tickets. Um, which I thought was really well. And I, I was worried as well, like like what you said earlier, that, you know, there was going to be a timing out issue or mm -hmm. um, it was, um, you know, uh, the, I don't know, the, the browser, like the, the website crashes or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, but, yeah, it's um, – I'm really, really excited because this will be my first pack. Um, Me too. Same these. Yeah, flights and accommodation oh. all booked. Like it's actually happening now. So I, I've you... got a, I've got a story about my flights because um, I I share because as part of when you get tickets, you share the um, the the social media stuff and you go on the draw to win the PlayStation Five. So I did that. I did that to you know my straight jacket gym Twitter and to my own personal Facebook. And Mum and Dad saw saw the Facebook post and Dad's called me up and gone. We got a shit ton of frequent flyer points that we're not going to use. Do you want a flight over to Melbourne? And I've gone. Oh, yes, please. So we're having... we a chicken dinner. That's yeah, so good. But but wait, and and I love my parents so much because this is the sort of thoughtful things that they do. They've upgraded me to business class. I'm flying business oh, class from Perth to nice. Melbourne. So you are flying Woo! business class to the. Yeah. One gaming exhibition in the country. I'm like, I'm wow. so so happy to them. They're so good to me. My parents. They've always looked after me. Um, and yeah, it's I'm just so excited to go to PAX and see see everything that's happening over there now. Like, because I it, think so many good things. 
Yeah, we was we were saying like just before we went live as well. Like I, apart from obviously seeing all the all the um, you know, I guess the stalls and everything like that too. I think what I'm most excited for is getting to meet so many people that I've met through like my own streaming and through Goa and through all sorts of online ventures and being able to see so many people in one spot, I think it's just incredible. And especially now that we in Perth get to travel and stuff now, um, I'm I'm over the moon. Like I'm like thinking about meeting people that I've only spoken to online, but in person is kind of nerve wracking, but also really, really exciting. Um, and it's also great to know that obviously the three of us and a few friends of mine have got mm-hmm. tickets as well. So um, I, I, I'm looking forward to us experiencing it together mm-hmm. as cheesy as that sounds. Cause uh, Hey, have you been to PAX before or? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, a couple of times before. So I went, um, God, 2000 and I think it was 18 and 19, I think, but um, yeah, PLE computers who, have been a long-time supporter of ours, uh, brought me over to host their booth um, a, a couple of years ago. And it was it was hectic. We were giving away things like Nucks and um, their beanbags and battleable gaming chairs. And we had like a big streamer booth and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I literally spent three days just... You know that episode of The Simpsons where um, <clears throat> Homer's like... Hmm, the land of chocolate, oh, and then it like, <laughs> and it takes him back there, and then it's got that song. It's like, and he's just like, just like hopping around, just taking bites out of everything, and just seeing all this stuff. And he's like on a high because everything's amazing. So it's all of that. It's three days straight of that, and then to top it all off, and this is really the icing on the cake. And as you mentioned. It's getting to meet and see in person all of the people that we speak to just about on a daily basis across Twitter and um, Instagram and Discord and all of that, and not just in the Goa community, but across the entire Australian and New Zealand, whoever gets to fly across the ditch and come to their community as well. So I spent, like, lucky it was pre-COVID times, I spent three days just hugging people and you'd just walk around and you'd be like... This, you know, like you know, so there was a lot of, was a lot of that. So it's um, and I imagine, given that uh, that it's been two years since we've had one, the euphoria that people are going to experience by just walking through those doors, you know, and that's that's the that's the thing that sticks in my mind about the first time I went through went to PAX. It was walking through the doors for the first time with my lanyard around my neck going, I'm here, saying hello to the dudes in yellow, the PAX volunteers. Um, and then the first thing I remember seeing was Nintendo's big booth. And then I looked over to my right and it was Xbox and it was just brands that we know and love as far as the eye could see. And then when you got to where the eye could see as far as that, there was even more. So, yeah, guys, we're going to have an absolute ball. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> love it. Love it so much. And even just like 
meeting people like um because I think I saw Rogue Sultana, who um, who was part of Goal for a while there, um, taking a step back. She she's got tickets, so looking forward to meeting her. I'm hope, hoping maybe even if if they don't even go, maybe Zulu or um, or Menthonzo maybe come down. We have a little bit of a catch up, like because it's uh, it's not not often like we get to go over east for us Perth people, especially in the last couple of years. So and Natty as well. I, I forgot to mention Natty. Meeting Natty will be amazing. Yeah, and yeah, just the people are what's what's going to make that. I reckon there's just going to be so many people. Hell, even um, Rossi, such a good guy, Rossi. I don't know. If, don't uh, our community probably probably know him from. Uh, from his pre-streaming days, he did a quarantinement stream with us, and yeah, they never looked back streaming. And he's su- such a such a lovely guy, and I've I haven't checked, so I hope he's got tickets because I definitely want to meet him. We were already teeing up last year to meet up. Yeah, I know. Until all of that went to poo. Mm. And now here we are. Yeah, Let's I think I, I honestly, I think I'll probably get pretty emotional like mm. seeing people for the first time and. This is the first, like, gaming, I guess, event I've been to, like, since I've obviously joined you guys and mm-hmm. since I started, like, doing streaming and stuff myself. And it's, like, you know, Perth, Perth, you know, has, you know, things like Comic-Con and, and stuff like that too. But, like, I feel like based off talking to other people who have been to PAX, like, it just doesn't sound like anything else compares to it. And it's its own it's its own thing and it's its own world. So I'm just... um yeah, I, I can't wait. I think I'm just going to have to have a little countdown on my desk mm-hmm. over the next couple of months. And um, yeah, I've, I've just, it makes me so happy. I feel like now that everything's all kind of locked in and booked in, it feels like it's actually happening mm-hmm. now. So I have an important question for you, Stormy. Are you going to mm-hmm. cosplay there? Well, actually, that's a really good question. Really good question. Because I, I was saying to my partner, uh, I was like, oh, is, is cosplay like a, big thing at PAX because obviously I hadn't been to PAX didn't know too much he's like yeah I'm sure they do so I'm um I'm actually going with a cosplay friend of mine who's actually teaching me how to sew at the moment because we're planning as going as Caitlin and Vi from Arcane I'm at a Perth convention the end of April um so I don't know whether that would be on the cards for PAX at all um, I did get the three-day pass, though, so surely one of those days I'll cosplay in, in the other couple because cosplay can be quite um, awkward and very oh, yeah. un-sweaty to be in. <laughs> so maybe I'll have maybe I'll have one day, but I'll have to decide because I've been tossing up, if, oh, if I did go, who would I be? So do I be Caitlin or Forspoken comes out in October, literally a couple of days after PAX, and I'm personally really looking forward to Forspoken, so I'd love to cosplay the um the hero from uh her name's Frey from that game as well um there's too many options now now that i know that cosplay is a thing so i feel like on one of my three days it's gonna i've i'm gonna have to do it but i'm gonna have to decide but i've still got a bit of time up yeah. my sleeve that's it. Still, still a bit of time my cosplay, my cosplay is um like somebody with a mask and just wander around and like with a mask or a helmet, like Master Chief or something, for example, and then just never reveal myself for the entire weekend. <laughs> just in disguise. Just completely in disguise. Didn't actually one, one of the Marvel guys do that, or or they went with like they went with their face showing, but nobody believed it was them. 
Um, oh, I know Andrew Garfield um, did that when he was Spider-Man at the time. Mm. Um, I think just when they announced him or when he was about to be announced um, and he was in a suit and he revealed himself and took the mask off. Um, someone else, uh, God, I know who you're talking about, but I'm racking my brain. Uh, I think there's been a few celebrities mm. that have done it and that's always been quite entertaining seeing them. Yeah in cosplay as well i always think of when tom hiddleston uh well not did really cosplay but i guess was low-key at um one of the big marvel panels way way back this was years ago and that was so that was really good very iconic moment yeah well i mean it does happen charlie chaplin lost the charlie chaplin lookalike contest i've heard that story before (laughs) uh yeah i think he came Uh, in third or something yeah Oh, yeah, it's going to um, be so good. But yeah, so exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, what what games are we hoping are going to be there? Because like, that's that's the other reason we go there is for the gaming stuff as well. What what I I, I know I say this about everything, but I want goddamn <laughs> Breath of the Wild too. I reckon. Well, I mean, Pokemon definitely because that will be mm. out the month after. Um, I'd like to think there'll be something for for spoken there, especially because it's a PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> um. Oh god, yeah, I could talk about that game all night. But um what else is coming out near the end of the year? Maybe something for Gotham Knights might be cool because that's also in October, like it's, a week or two after PAX. Starfield's end of the year as well, isn't it? Maybe we might see some Starfield. Mm. Oh, what oh. else? I'm trying to think what else is coming out towards the end of the year. Cause I've mainly got Gotham Knights if we spoken on my list and mm. potentially Pokemon. I end up Every time I tell myself I'm not going to buy the new one, I always get it <laughs> every year without fail. Um, I think I'll be pretty happy if um, if uh, I do get to see some Gotham Knights and get to have my hands on it and muck around. Yeah, I'm really uh-huh. looking forward to it. Or even depending on when the release date is, that would be cool for them to maybe show a bit of like Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'd be I, uh, I, for me, the, um, the thing that I was lo- most look forward to going to a PAX is the indie mm. area. Um, cause a lot of the games that we're playing now are games that we had beta opportunities to muck around with, uh, you know, a few years ago at PAX and it's cool to see them actually like come to fruition, but indie is where you find, you know, all of the killer new ideas and the, the people that are there. I mean, you're speaking with the developers, you know, you're speaking with the people that have sunk all of their money into their hopes and dreams um, and their time and their effort and their passion. And they're the ones, you know, um, crunching all the time, not just having crunch moments, but crunching all the time. And you just, the, the discussions about their games that you get to have with them, they're just so into their games and into their ideas. Um, It's, it's really cool. But yeah, just to be able to play a lot of these, playing you're playing new ideas in the indie space. That's there. You're not just playing like new games. You're playing new ideas. These are guys that are you know giving fresh, interesting things a go. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and and I feel like as well one of the the great things about indie games is that they don't overstay their their welcome. Where like they they'll have a really cool unique concept but they won't try to string it out over a 70 hour game. It'll be 10, 15, 20 hours of the game and, and you'll be done. 
Um, and and that that to me all, always speaks. So knowing when to quit when when you've got it made, and not just try to force more levels or more stuff in just because you want to pad out the runtime of the game or something. And and yeah, it's it's just so cool to to have those little experiences and talking with the devs, man. Like you cannot beat talking with the devs and just yeah. getting getting some inspiration moments behind the their games and and even talking about the trials and that they had trying to get one particular feature to work you know i think like not even just like the video game aspect but even like the the tabletop mm. um like developers and stuff as well um i uh like one of the teams i'm working with their their game was one of the winners of the pax indie showcase i think in 2019 um, so I'm really looking, I love board games and car games. So I, was, I think as well as the abundance of video game things to see, this will just be one other aspect I think I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, and just seeing what comes out um, on, on, I guess, that side of the um, the gaming, I guess, category. There's just, oh man, thinking about all the different things to look forward to there is just insane. Yeah. Is it like yeah, it's going to be a different feel because like you told me, I've been to like the supernovas and comic cons here, and um, even when I was living in Europe for a while, they had a celebration Europe there, and I went went along to that. But all those events are more sort of focused around what guests you can get to come to these things. You know, the yeah, you know, what what actors that you can can rope in and and whatnot. But this. PAX is just a different feel. Like you're not going there to to meet big stars. You're going there for the games, really, and and for for your friends. Well, yeah, those I, is the big stars, right? Mm, like the big well, star yeah. is is getting your hands on those games. I think like having an opportunity to even talk about the minds and the brains behind those games and stuff as well, whether they're big games or small. I think having the opportunity to do that alone is also incredibly exciting um because it's not something you can say a lot of people can do and like what natty just said and the panels as mm. well like Ooh. god i i feel like i like i've obviously went all in with the three days but then part of me is like oh man am i gonna be able to do everything i want in three days <laughs> this is gonna be too much to look at but i have to like really like um monica geller it from you know like friends mm. i gotta really like map it all out and just <laughs> make sure I don't miss anything. I'm dragging someone around with me going, come on, we're going to go to this next. We can't miss it. I can just imagine oh. it already. Can't wait. Can't wait to see. You know what, Pete and Stormy, we're going to have to have a think because I reckon with the three of us there, we could put on like a live goer show or something. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah. Go, go you know what? Talking about things to do together, this is, oh, hopefully I'm not going to go off too much of an, uh, a tangent at the moment, but there's this really cool restaurant called Mjolnir, which is like a Vikings-themed restaurant. Mm -hmm. And apparently, because my partner's telling me about it last night, there's this, like, whiskey shot or something you can do, but it gets, like, you pour it through, like, this bone marrow, like, thing. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's really cool. And you get, like, an actual, like, little knife to, like, break up, like, meat in and stuff. Really, really cool. You, like, drink your mm. beer through, like, a horn i just said i don't know the whiskey bone marrow experience yeah i there's a name for it i can't remember what it's called but if you look up me on there like the like thor's hammer um in melbourne i like we're already planning on going there 
I feel like that would be such a cool place to eat at. <laughs> eat like a Viking at Mjolnir. Yeah. Oh, Check it great. out. It, it, yeah. it looks so cool. I was kind of also hoping Hamilton would extend extend their run into October. <laughs> I've been trying to catch that for so long. Is that you go? Yeah, it's amazing. You get all the stuff that you want to see while you're there. I know, I know. And then um, Cam's like, you've only got like three days there. And like, you're mainly there for packs and to see all your mates. And they're going to want to take you out. And I'm like, yeah, I know. There's just so much stuff to do. Who's to say um, they don't want to see Hamilton? Yeah. Oh, that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, maybe someone will go with me. Um, if, if they're still there, they might not be. Mm. But that just gives me more time to do other stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I can't wait. Very exciting. Awesome. Cannot wait. Um, we got about 10 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Maddie said she'd see it with me. There we go. <laughs> well, Maddie, you ripper. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. Hey, uh, just a couple of things really quickly. Gameonos.com um, that I just wanted to drop in today before the show wraps up not too far away. Um, our Ghostwire Tokyo review is up. Uh if you want to go and check that out, the Samsung Showcase for 2022, they've shown off this smart TV range. It's got flown down to that. Zulu went to that in Sydney. Um, if you're looking for a new mouse, uh, Grumpy Goron has put up his Logitech G Pro X Superlight Wireless Gaming Mouse Review and also Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the Dawn of Ragnarok. Um, the review is up there as well. If you're looking for some stuff to read. Plenty of good stuff coming there. There is one thing I think we need to do, Pete. We, um, it's, it's something we haven't done for a little while, and I want to revive it. I want to ask a big question, because we've been talking about some really cool pack stuff and, and a lot of different things that's going on. But I want to ask everybody, I want to ask chat, I want to ask everybody listening to the podcast, I want to pick everybody's brain on social media. What are you most looking forward to at PAX? What do you want to see? What do you hope to see? One thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, or more. Not limited to one, you know. Mm. But for, for us, for us, let's go with one thing. More. Don't make me choose, Stormy says. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh... I'm, I'm going to get in early so that what I'm going to pick doesn't get taken. And I'm going to go with catching up with all the legends that I'm going to say over there. Yep. I was going to say that. I, I, I gave uh, you the time. You could have said that. I, yeah, I, was, I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, that would be my number one. Mm. If I had to choose something <laughs> else, um, it would, it would just have to be visiting all those stalls and all those booths and stuff like what Pete was talking about and what he was describing having so many areas to like, you know, get your hands on some games and chat to the developers, things like that. That's like, oh, yeah, that that also excites me very much. Um, but, yeah, no, what you said was mm. actually what I was going to say. That was fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that is too good. Um I I would like to get my hands on God of War Ragnarok. Oh Ooh. no! How did I forget that? Yep. 
So, I mean, there's look, there's there's plenty. There's a myriad of things that obviously you can choose from, but I would I I know that you know when I walk in there, that's going to be one of the things on my mind. Um, so yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we'll have a date by then. Hey. Hopefully, we will. That'd mm. be not. Oh, you know what I forgot about Hogwarts Legacy as well. Oh, of course. Because that comes out. Well, actually, they haven't really said, but they said holidays. So I imagine that's the end of the year. Mm. We've got Pitbull a few, a few things from chat. Gamma wants to see a huge AAA title from a developer that is unannounced. Natty's hoping Viva La Dirt League come back. They're pretty cool. I, I wouldn't mind seeing some of the, some of that stuff from them yeah, coming across. Um, Raven Sky Indie Games is what she makes her way for to at PAX. Um, and also meeting legends. But yeah. Sticks has said, hopefully Pete has a PS5 by then. Actually, Sticks, I will have a PS5 <gasps> by then. Uh, however, and this is a little cheeky tease, I've got to give it away. So um, uh, we got a new website launching very soon. GameOnOz.com is being blown up. Uh, and it's going to be relaunching, and we will have a PlayStation 5 to give away alongside the launch as well. Uh, you know, just to drop a... Just to yeah, drop... Just drop, casually drop that in, in chat, yeah. Yeah. Question, can employees enter this competition? <laughs> yeah, they won't win. No. Uh, <laughs> They can enter. Yeah. <laughs> but, you can give um, it a red hot go. That's it. You know, don't know if you don't try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's about it for us this this week. Not not talking about like a, a whole lot of packs, man. Just, I'm just so excited about packs. I could talk about mm. that all day, and people would get very bored of me very quickly. But um, they're excited about that. Excited to get into some tunic as well, but I'm not going to be there quite yet tonight because we've got got nuts and bolts coming up. And World of Tanks came back this week, so I we've got to talk about the ANZ PL there. So, um, but that, that's a preview of what's coming up in nuts and bolts. But Pete Stormy, a pleasure as always. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for thanks for having us for another week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and um, whack my weeds. <laughs> <laughs> Not, clean, not your, um, clean your other shaver. <laughs> weed whacker. Uh, thanks, Manscaped, for joining the podcast. So that we're with them for the next four weeks. And uh, as we mentioned, uh, if you want to get in on this incredible gear, we've currently got a deal with them. So if you go to manscaped.com and you hit them with the code GOA, capital G, capital O, capital A, go at checkout, you get 20% off and you get free shipping. Actually, um, I, I think Natty raises an important point here. You know, what does Wifey think about all this? Or did she not made a comment yet? So <laughs> I told, I so this is what happened, right? Yesterday, so Tuesdays and Thursdays um, and every other Friday, my daughters are at school and uh, my wife had to go out. And it was me at home alone with our 10-month-old Ollie. And I put him down to sleep. And I was like, ah, this is my chance. And you would know that, Jim, because I said to you, because um, we were due for a meeting 
at one o'clock and I said, mate, I'll be 15 minutes. I've just got to go and shave my balls. <laughs> I don't know whether you believed me or not. But that's exactly what happened because I put it in while the wife was out. Because I, 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 and then I told her later on, and um, I think I'm more excited about it than she is. <laughs> She's going. I'm not going near that. I don't want a fourth. That's right, Natty. Yeah. All in the name of science. I don't yeah. want a fourth. Yeah, right. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, there are plenty of things I'd love. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, so yes, twenty percent off. Uh, at, if you go to manscaped.com, use code GOA. And guys, I can tell you, this is a blatant ad. It's 100% a blatant ad. But having used the thing, and I'm not just saying this, having used the thing, it was a very pleasant experience. Very pleasant. Anyway, that's it. I might have to look it up myself, I reckon. Eh. You'll be doing a lot of looking down, not looking up, but yeah. anyway. Just ad- admiring your own handiwork, you reckon? Yeah. Um, can I can I um can I play you guys one piece of audio uh, before we go? And I'll just make sure that it can actually be heard. I've just got to find it. Uh, what is that? Or is that a mystery? Uh, here we go. So let's see. This was posted today by a – he's a local, but he's a well-known journalist in esports. Even got a blue tick on the twits. Andrew Ducky Amos. You can check him out on Twitter at DVCKY underscore. Uh, and he posted, reminder that this clip is now four years old, probably the most iconic moment in OS esports, dare I say it. Does a lot of esports coverage. Can you guys just tell me if you can hear this? Well, Stuart kicks his yep. third. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is This is a, a clip from 2019. Earlier that year, Essendon, as in the football team, had just bought Abyss Esports and changed them to Bombers Esports, and they rocked up to a game. They brought them to an Essendon football game. They were playing. Uh, I think they were playing the Crows, and at one point. They cut to the team, so they found him in the crowd. The whole team was there, the esports team. They cut to them, and this is what Brian BT Taylor had to say when they cut to him. Well, Stuart kicks his third, and there is Essendon's esports team, boys. Uh, Andrew Rosie Rose is there, and we love him. And Alan Tiger Roger from France is out as well. We love him. Top, uh, top laner sleeping and Luch is in there. They're all there. All the boys, the League of Legends. They all look uh, rather unique in their own way. Gadget-type operators. How can they all be unique, Pete? Because they're all uh, different, Bruce. Zaharakis, computer-type boffins. Up they go. Green couldn't quite reel it in. There's some real nerds in amongst them, too. I gotta say, computer type boffins. There's some real nerds in amongst no. them. Oh my god! Uh, oh. I'm just picturing it because you know someone's given him a script to read, and he's gone. He just, I'm going to throw in top laner because that's the position, and we're watching football, and they play yeah, positions. Like, yeah. Like, Where did top laner come from? Like that was so like. Oh no! Hey, hey, one, one more time! One more time! Mm-hmm. Quite reel it in. 
There's some real nerds in amongst them too. <laughs> I love the um because there's more on that if you haven't seen it and like there's part of the clip is they go down into the rooms afterwards and this is. Now, if, if you're an AFL fan, you know, roving BT, he goes down and he just basically pokes fun at everybody in change rooms and whatnot. That's, but, that's there. Do you want to hear that bit of audio? It? It's yeah, there. particularly, particularly the, um, the Frenchman. Like, because okay. just like he's trying to interview the French guy and this French guy's got no clue what's going on. Just these mad Australians that are running around chasing a ball all afternoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cop this. Hang on. That will, that anyway, the, oh, this is, uh, have a look what we've got here. Now look at this. This is the this is the Essendon Esports team. And uh, hello, gents. How are you? Uh, yeah, we're going all right. Going all right. What 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 uh, what position do you play in the, in the team? Uh, in our team, I play support. Support. You're a supporter. Oh, um, I, so uh, in the video game we play for the esports, like we have different roles. Basically, I'm like the support of the team. League of Legends. What about yourself? What's your name? Uh, my name is Ellen. Ellen, you're from France. Yeah, I'm. So, do you know? Do you know Henri Leton, famous tennis player? No, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Which one's the the? Is it the hooch or the luch? Luch. <laughs> Your luch. Luch. <laughs> so I'm told you are the best player in Australia. Is that true? That is true. Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> He's the the dusty Martin of esports. Best. Oh, have a look at him. Not the uh, normal sort of football following type, uh, but nevertheless, very good when it comes to pushing buttons and going left and right. Well done, boys. Oh, I, I I'm not quite sure what it is you do, but... Uh, he clearly does it. No, he has no clue. <laughs> oh, oh, BT. BT. Oh. And sad. And yeah, as Sticks said, I remember the I've got you in my sights that followed this. We used to do a segment on this called I've got you in my sights. And I'd go on a rant, and I was ticked off that day. When I saw that, I was so ticked off. And it was probably one of the great rants. I'll see if I can find it. It'll be floating around somewhere, and we'll post it. But, um, yeah. Anyway, bang. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and stay tuned for Nuts and Bolts. See ya. Bye.